Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Galeana, and she is a soul contract practitioner, founder on TikTok. Y'all know me and my TikToks. She was fascinating to me, and I love the way she delivers her messages, at least on TikTok, but I don't really know that much more about her. So we're going to learn. Welcome to the show, Galeana. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. And I am so glad you found me on TikTok, too. I tell you what, I am mesmerized by your content. I mean, I'm just looking at it, and you have all of these really neat speakers that come on, and they talk about about, you know, soul contracts, they talk about karma, they talk about soulmates and twin flames, all those things. And then you answer questions. And I've learned a lot from you from a whole different perspective than I've ever learned before. So can you tell me what a soul contract practitioner is? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. You know, letting me that you learned from me because that's, that's incredible for me to know. So when it comes to soul contracts, we can split it up a few different ways. Uh, there are the soul contracts that we have between other souls. Mm-hmm. And there's the soul contract that we have when we incarnate with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So essentially, what is your purpose for this reincarnation? What are you here to do? Right. And that's the type of soul contract that I specialize in is looking at what the person's soul essentially signed up for in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. So when you do the reading, I know that you asked for my first name, my middle name, and my maiden name, and then you looked up my married name, and then you asked for my full birthday. Now you know how old I am. I'm very old, guys. And so, <laughs> and you're eventually going to do a little reading for me, but that's basically all you need, and then you can literally gain all this knowledge. Now, how do you how do you do it? I, I think it's a frequency thing, right? Yeah, no, great question. You know, so I'll tell you the soul contract itself is derived only from a person's birth name, the way it's written on the birth certificate. I looked up all your other names because for me as a reader, all the other names show me more of your life story. But the actual soul contract, the most dominant vibration that you carry is literally derived from the birth name. So, yeah. And so what I do is I take the birth name and I convert it into sound frequencies because sound is extremely powerful when it comes to creating our reality. So this is an example that I give everybody on my readings. We've all heard of the scientific Big Bang theory of how our universe was created, right? I mean, bang sounds. I'm sure there was more to it, but the sound frequency was part of it. Mm -hmm. And then there's the biblical version we all have heard of growing up. In the beginning, there's literally nothing until God starts to create with voice, right? And God said. So of all the ways God could create, it's with sound, you know. And so, again, not to, like, bring this to religion or whatnot, but just to give people examples of how powerful sound is. And these are just two references I know everyone's heard of, right? Then there's the Om sound, right, we see on every yogi's T-shirt. That's the sound of creation. So, yeah, so the premise here is that the sound frequencies within your name create your reality. Wow. Okay, so do you hear the sound or do you just know how it would sound in your head and that way you can read the the soul contract? Uh, Well, at this point, I can do both, but that's because I've been doing it for so long. But I mean, honestly, because I'm in front of my computer when I'm putting the charts together, I'm just looking at the way it's spelled. However, when I am working with people that were born in foreign countries and, and don't have English names, oftentimes I do have to go by sound because, you know, the way it's written with the way it's pronounced is actually very different. Oh, wow. 
And is it a sound that you hear, you know, from like your literal computer? Or is it just kind of one of those things where it's a number thing and you know what that sound would sound like if you heard it? Yeah, each sound is associated with a numerical frequency. Gotcha. That is incredible. So... Well, while we're talking about it, let's talk about what you did for me. And that way my listeners can go, oh, okay, this is how she works. And then we're going to talk about some other things because I got some questions for you. Yeah, I love questions for sure. So, and again, you know, the reason that the birth name is so important is because when the soul is in the process of choosing its next life incarnation, the soul essentially chooses the karma that it wants to bring in and work through in this lifetime, the unique talents, the goals, and then again, ultimately, what is the core purpose, right? So the soul is actually choosing the name, and it's the soul's job to get it to the parents, it's the parents' job to get it correct. And this is something that most people don't know, right? Because a lot of people say, well, my parents chose my name, I didn't choose it. Right. But yeah, that's actually a misconception. And I got to tell you something, Eliana, you know, you really bring up a great point. I have a friend who also is a podcaster, and she's going to be listening to this because I know her. Her name is Stephanie. And she was uh, about to give birth and they were kind of iffy on the boy's name. But they thought, you know, it's fine. You know, she had to go have the baby. And she said loud and clear right before the baby was born, she heard the name Kellen. And she'd never heard of that name. And she knew it was the right name. And she asked one of her psychic friends and they said, no, that was that was his guides telling you the name you picked out was not the right name. It needed to be Kellen. And that was his name. So you're absolutely right. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I have this one video that I put out on TikTok and it just always goes viral when I tell people essentially, you know, about the soul choosing the name. And then I ask people to tell me how their parents came up with their names or how did you come up with your child's name? And people have the craziest stories like that. Yeah. My mother's maiden name was Leslie. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So that's how powerful it is. So that's why your birth name is so important. So what I did with you, I took your name and again, I converted it into the sound frequencies. And then once I have the sound frequencies, I put it around a Merkaba. And for those that don't know what a Merkaba is, it looks like a 2D version of a Star of David. Right. It's one triangle that's facing down and one triangle that's facing up. Gotcha. And the triangle that's facing down within that triangle, that's where I'm able to get all the physical aspects you've brought in. So like your physical karma, Mm -hmm. your physical talent and your physical goals. And most of us experience those frequencies very dominantly from ages zero to about 35. Okay. This is where our personality is getting formed, right? So for instance, you've got sixes, uh, quite a bit of sixes in that triangle that's facing down. So this tells me, well, let's fix all the positive aspects of what this tells me. But this tells me that you're actually very creative yes. and you have a lot of ideas and maybe you're artistic, mm-hmm. yes. you know, and, and I know that you've actually told me when we connected that you do some interior designing, like with your furniture, yes, right? I like, <laughs> yeah. So you just, you have a lot of creativity going through you, right? I mean, and of course, with every aspect, there's a shadow and then there's a uh, a positive aspect of it. But again, as I'm looking at the triangle facing down, I can see what some of your challenges maybe were when you were younger. And I think for a lot of people, when I do these readings, it's just very validating for them. And the sixes, they oftentimes come with, (laughs) they have a difficult time focusing. Have you ever had a difficult time focusing? Well, you know, every now and then, because, you know, when you write books like I do, the paranormal romance novels, and then, you know, with the podcast, uh, you got to keep your mind in the game on whichever one you want to do. And finally, I've, I've gotten away from the writing as much 
watch. I will probably go back to it, but right now I'm in love with the podcast. And now all of a sudden my TikTok has become a home design page. I've always talked about it on my page, but then I went live and now it's going nuts. And I didn't plan on that. There you go. Right, right. Yeah, the creativity takes you everywhere. You know, so the core essence of the six frequencies is that these people are here to manifest their soul's desire into the physical reality. Okay. Right. So you get a lot of ideas fed to you from a soul level, like you know, your romance novels, your desire to create this podcast. Like this is all coming at you from your soul level and you're here to literally like physically burst these ideas okay so that's a lot of your sixes now you also have a 10-1 in your physical goals and the 10 ones these are service souls these are souls that come here to be of service mm. and their greatest fulfillment is to be helping other people yes, that right is so and I, I do have a humanitarian kind of aspect to myself too I love just helping especially and it's really come up with of course with this podcast I love spreading awareness and helping people understand that they don't have to be afraid of death and that there is no hell and all of the things and that source God will always love you everyone is redeemable all the things so that they can all understand that we don't have to be afraid and it's kind of the same thing with the interior design I'm like guys use what you have repurpose furniture don't be spending so much money I'm here to help you I'm not here to make money off you literally that's what I say yeah I love it I felt that from you from the beginning just even the way you reached out to me and you know like the way you even have your bio set up like you're just buy me a cup of coffee you know if you want if you want but you don't have to like you just have this no yeah no it's true and like I said I don't need the money I don't need the money if you would like to give me a coffee because you appreciate me sure I will put that toward my podcast or I will you know those kinds of things but I love it I'm not getting paid for this podcast it would have to be somebody very special if they wanted to monetize me because I'm not gonna go with just some some people for the money I'm not doing it for the money at all yeah a hundred percent and that's that's the 10-1 journey that's a big part of it I mean there's quite a bit more but one of the biggest things with the 10 ones is that they are here to be in service to people and you know what I was going to say earlier like sometimes it might sound cliche oh you know you want to help people a lot of people want to help others but for the 10 ones if they're not in service like their soul gets depressed you're right I I resonate with that if I'm not busy you know just doing what I do and making myself feel good that I'm doing that for someone else you know there's no ulterior motive at all yeah yeah absolutely so you know and that's pretty much your triangle that's again that's facing down so this is where a lot of your personality was getting formed now again there's so much more to say about each one of the frequencies and like I said there's shadow sides but you know, we're not necessarily here to, to dig into the traumas because oh, I know right, we want right. to talk about all the other things. Sure, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, and this is just helping people understand this is how Gileana works. This is how she does her, you know, does her soul contract practitioner work. And then, you know, then they know, oh, this is what she needs. This is what I can expect. This sounds fantastic. Maybe she can give me some insight because I know all of them are personal and we don't have to get to the really personal stuff. You and I can talk about that after we stop recording, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so then, and then you're spiritual triangle the one that's facing up so these frequencies come online around the age of 35 for most people so between the ages of 35 through 42 most of us are going through this spiritual awakening and we're on our spiritual path if we're not resistant to it Mm -hmm. and this is when we start questioning life in a different way right like what else is out there and what am i really here for and what's really going on right we start asking these philosophical questions and For a lot of people around the age of 35, there's some shift in their life. So it could be a marriage, a divorce, having children, health issues, car accident, career change. Uh, For me, my divorce came through at 34. Mm, 
right? And so that sort of like propelled me further onto the spiritual journey. So for your triangle that's facing up, and you and I I have the same spiritual goals. We have this 5-5 number. We are teachers of teachers. We're here to teach. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's good to know because listen, when I start learning, I've interviewed so many people that have gifts, just like, you know, not necessarily your specific gifts, but you to me have a gift. You're an intuitive. And I learn so much from every single person. And when I can continue learning from someone like you, I am so motivated to have you on my podcast. That's the whole reason. Because in my mind, not only are you interesting and are you an amazing person when you could do these kinds of things, but you're also the person that I am giving them to help them. And I, I love that. Yes. And you know, you know what I was just about this actually is such a perfect segue into your spiritual talents because you are extremely generous. Sure, you have fours in your spiritual talents and the fours, they get their cup filled when they fill other people's cups. Yes. and I think my I don't know if this is part of it I know that my love language is words of affirmation that's all I need you tell me you're liking what I'm doing you tell me you enjoy it I don't need the monetary stuff just tell me you love it and tell me why that's all I need yeah yeah no and and I see that too in your chart because in your spiritual karma you've got this 21-3 frequency and the three the keyword for three is communication Mm -hmm. so communication is very important to you yeah, right, yeah. which is a lot of what you just said. And you are, you're phenomenal at it. And you're here to, you brought a lot of wisdom into this lifetime with you on the soul level. Wow. And a big part of what you're here to do is to share this wisdom wow. with people. And you know, it's funny though, you know, when I got married, I didn't get married till I was almost 30. And you know, you date one guy here for two or three years in your 20s, another guy four years, another guy three years, they're going your 20s. So, and you know, you meet your husband at the right time. I certainly did. I never had gotten married before then. And I could have just didn't thank the good Lord. And, but you know what, once I did, and once I got married and had those kids and then got that kind of past me and then did the writing, I needed to do that too, for the creativity outlet, because I felt like I was doing something right. And now with this podcast, I am such a different person in the last two years that I've done this podcast. I've done a 180. Wow. And it's beautiful when you can recognize that and have the awareness and actually how amazing it is that you can still keep growing consciously as you're moving through life. Yes. And that's the thing. I want to evolve. I don't want to be stagnant. If I can learn something every single day, guys, that's what I want. That's why this is so fun for me to find these people for you guys to hear and listen to and, and talk to and, and have sessions with and, and evolve your own soul. If I can encourage you guys to do that, that's what I'm here for. So, and she's hitting the nail on the head. I mean, she's obviously good at what she does. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm in awe. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. No, I love that. But yeah, you're you just you have so much to share. Um, I can tell you're intuitive by looking at these frequencies. Mm-hmm. Would you call yourself? I mean, and you know, intuition comes in different forms. But the, the key word for the fives is truth. So they usually know the truth of a situation. Well, there is something funny that I'll, I'll tell you real quick. My mother passed away about five years ago. And she was kind of into this too, this kind of new agey kind of stuff where we thought outside the box. And we thought, you know, hey, there's probably no hell. You know, God is within all of us. I was not brought up religious. You know, I did go to church here and there, but not really. And before she passed away, years before she passed away, we always told each other, you know, hey, whoever goes first, you have to contact me and you have to be able to make me know that, right? And so uh, she goes, well, hopefully I'll go first, the whole thing. So obviously she did. I waited a couple of years and then I tried and tried for a couple months. And I was like, mom, are you there? Are you there? Nothing, right? Nothing. I mean, every night, nothing. Finally, I said, Mom, if you're really there, what do you do up there? I mean, do you have a job? And I heard, I'm a greeter. And now I can talk to my mom. 
Wow. I was like, well, mom, do you like talk to Marilyn Monroe? What do you do? Is it what's it like? And she's like, first of all, we are all the same up here. There are no celebrities. There's none of that. And I said, well, what does a greeter do? And she goes, I greet people that don't have anyone else. And it's like a party for, for whoever comes in. And, and she goes, that's just my calling. That's what I want to do up here. But she doesn't say it in those specific words, but that's what I get from her, right? And I'll be like, well, mom, you know, how do you know what I'm doing? And, and she goes, honey, I can be with you, your two brothers and your sister all at once and, and give you all advice at the same time. We are not the same. You are in human form. In my bigger soul here, you know, the higher self soul, it wouldn't fit in this body, as you know, we are fragments of that. So, you know, she can be everywhere, anywhere, whenever she needs to be. Absolutely. No, 100%. And I mean, and this is a lot of what I tell people as well, but for you to have this experience with your mother, I mean, it's just so beautiful. I didn't expect it because I was just like, because at first I was like, is this me or is this just me wishful thinking that I'm just answering? But when she said I'm a greeter, where would I have come up with that? You know, I didn't know that was a thing. I had no idea. So that's what gave it validity. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And then the more I talk to her, there's sometimes that it's not as easy as other times. But um, that might just be because, you know, hey, she's needed somewhere else or whatever. But for the most part, if I ask her and I just, you know, just off the cuff and just start talking to her, she'll talk right back to me. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you have that connection. And, you know, the reality is that all of us can have that yes. connection, but not everybody understands that. And if you are fearful of that, right, anytime you have fear, you shut it down. Exactly. And that's like I said, that's the whole reason I do this podcast, because and here's here's another thing that's hard to grasp. It doesn't matter what you do in this life. Um, it does matter the intent. I think that when people do finally go and pass away, there are different levels of the other side that are more nourishing for people who take their own lives or people that murdered people. Sometimes the dark needs the light and then that's victim blaming. And then you get in that whole thing and it's almost like I would never choose to to have cancer and die and I, or I would never choose to have a, a baby and, and have the baby die or whatever it is. And when you're in your higher self, you're not in human form. There's no ego there. So you're like, hey, what can I do to evolve myself? What can I do to make myself get past this karmic, whatever I'm trying to get past, whatever that situation is. And so you come down here and you're like, I can't believe I would have ever picked this life. But guys, you did. You did. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if you ever get bored, I mean, I'm saying, almost saying this is a joke, but go and look through my TikTok comments of people saying all these things to me, like I would have never chosen this. And I mean, all the things that you just said, and it's like, you know, you don't even really want to respond because they're not looking for anything other than to pick a fight, but that's okay because these are people that are hurt, you know? And yeah. And if I were to get any kind of comment like that, I'm sure you do, because I don't talk about that type of content on my TikTok because first of all, I kind of know better because uh, I already have a podcast that does that. It, but it's just the truth. And I think anything is possible when it comes to the other side. God's source loves us more than we could ever even imagine. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you did, where you came from. He would not throw the baby out with the bathwater. It just doesn't work that way. There is no hell. I think there are different frequencies that aren't as nice as other frequencies. But I also think you're still given the redemption. I still think that you get to go to a place that's still so magical, regardless, and then you could figure out what you need to do from there. There's always counsel. There's always guides. There's always angels. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
I agree with you. So tell me, one of your questions from some of the people on your TikTok, they were talking about twin flames and soulmates. And I, I'm still a little confused about the soulmate versus the twin flame. I know a, a soulmate really, we all have a lot of soulmates, I think. And uh, it could be, your, a soulmate could be a best friend. It could be your husband. It could be whatever. And we're all, if, if reincarnation is real, and I think it is, you know, you may have a soulmate uh, that's a husband or a wife because I may have a wife soulmate because I was a male in another life. So it's just, you know, there's no gender on the other side. So you can't categorize that. But when it comes to twin flames, I know that the soul, the higher self, there's just a part of your higher self that becomes the soul. And then when that splits, that becomes the twin flame. But people are like, oh, well, I want to meet my twin flame and become the best people in the world. And we're going to get married and have kids and it's going to be fantastic. And I'm thinking, why the hell would you want to marry the other half of your soul? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so explain that. Did I get that right? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. And I'll tell you, this is a confusing topic because everyone has such a different definition of all the words that you just used. So I agree with you in what you said, but here's where the other confusion comes in Mm -hmm. is that when we talk about our divine soulmates, there is a sort of, uh, I don't know if scripture is the right word to use here, but there is language that says that your divine soulmate is the other half of your soul. But then this is where it gets confusing. Then what is a twin flame? Because it's also a part of your soul, but that's like a different part of your soul. Oh, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. And, And I think the bigger confusion is, is that in our human minds, we can't quite grasp the gravity of the soul and what the soul can do, right? How your mom said, in a soul level, I can be with you, with your siblings, I can be greeting, I can be doing whatever, right? Right. And so this is where it gets confusing because our human mind is trying to make black and white sense of something that we just can't grasp with the human mind. Right, it's so abstract, absolutely. Yes, so abstract. But to, to break it down, I think in the most basic way I can break it down, the soulmates, like you said, We all have multiple soulmates, depending on how big your soul group is, because we travel with soul groups. And so, yes, there could, I don't know, there could be 15. So then that means you have 15 soulmates, right? And I just picked an arbitrary number, but your soulmates, it really could be your pets in one of your lifetimes, right? It could be your best friend. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it could be your neighbor. It could be the person that you meet and you marry and, you know, some people marry their, you know, best friend, soulmate. And the soulmate relationships are typically very, they're calmer. They're a lot calmer. Like, even if there are arguments between them, these aren't like, you know, combustive type of relationships. Yes. And then another thing you said too, and that makes perfect sense. Thank you for answering that. And another uh, question you answered you said not every situation is karmic sometimes. And I just put this word in sometimes people derail and it wasn't supposed to happen. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. 100%. So there are often times when souls will come in and choose to balance karma. Mm -hmm. And so some situations might be karmic. Like, I don't know, I'll give you an example. Like let's say in one lifetime, you know, one person killed somebody 
And now in this lifetime, they're brought together and some balance needs to happen between them. Like, you know, some maybe some sort of another life loss or something like that. Right. That could be one potential karmic situation. But that doesn't mean that every single person that gets killed or murdered was trying to balance karma. Like sometimes people literally go sideways from what they're coming in here to do. And this is where you know, evil can come into play. I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, again, in the right word to you, but people do evil things. Well, I think ego can be evil. I think the ego, the human ego can absolutely turn evil. Absolutely. It can, it can. And, you know, the, the best way I've heard it explained is that the souls are always pure and loving and they come in with good intentions. But what happens is you're merging the soul with the animal, which is the human body. And oftentimes the human body wins over the soul. Right. No, it does. Also, just the fact that like, and this may be victim blaming, I don't even know. Because what if you said, okay, you're going to be my my mother, and I'm going to be your daughter, and you're going to mentally abuse me. And she may say, well, wait a minute, are you sure you want that? I love you so much. I will do that for you. Do you really want that? And then when you come down here, you have this horrible relationship with your mom, because she's abusive. So and do you see what I'm saying? So is that how do you? It's one of those things where it will work its way out or work itself out. But it's like, and then they think, I want to break that soul contract. And then you're like, is that a mistake? I mean, see what I'm saying? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I deal with this. (laughs) I deal with this daily. So uh, this is another one of those tough situations because, again, sometimes it is karmic. Like sometimes there's this conversation between the souls, like you said. And sometimes, let's say this mother who's not supposed to be good to the daughter this mother takes it too far, mm-hmm. right? Well, now this mother's generating on a soul level is generating karma because instead of maybe being, you know, on a level of one to five being mean, she's meant to be a five, but she's a 20, right? right, right. Well, she's gone off the charts. So these things happen too. And this is why nothing is so black and white. And when it comes to source, when it comes to God, when it comes to the, like, anything is a possibility. Oh, I totally agree. But, you know, and I wonder about this, though, Juliana. Okay, karma, all the things, right? We, we're talking about that right now. Why do we have to have karma? Why can't we just forgive and move on? And then why do we have to have the yin with the yang? Why is that? You mean on a scale of the souls bringing the karma in? Yeah, yeah. Like whether, okay, let's say, you know, you had a mother who was abusive and she agreed to do it for you or she didn't, whatever it is. Let's say she didn't agree and she did it out of just being a bad person and derailed, whatever. And then she passes, you pass, and then you guys decide to come back. Why does there have to be karma served? Why does there have to be a yin and yang? Why can't we just be forgiven and move on? Or will the soul not learn? Okay, I love that you're asking this question because I actually think people also have different definition of karma. Okay. So let me define it in the way I understand it. Okay. Karma can be good or bad. That's the way I see it. Okay. And we always want to fix and to transmute, right? So if there was something wrong that was done, the reason you're bringing in this karma is you're being given an opportunity to fix the wrong. Okay. So that's how I see karma. You're not coming in here to be punished. You're coming in to be given an opportunity to actually clear it and transmute it. So in my readings and in my work and the way I understand it, your karma is actually your greatest gift. Because you're learning. That's how you learn. That's how you move past doing the same thing 
over and over again. Correct. And can you imagine if when you're still living, you know, in this human body and you reach this level of understanding of, you know what, my parents or my mom, you know, hurt me and abandoned me, but I can actually understand and see the whole picture of how it all played out on a soul level and be able to forgive them while you're still in the human form, you've cleared the karma and life flows completely differently. And it totally makes sense now because the soul is evolving. You're learning and you will never have to do that once you learn that. And that was the whole reason I wanted to ask you because people have asked me that before. And I'm like, listen, I, I know in my soul kind of how it works, but I don't know how to explain it. So I'll let Jeliana do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that that was a great question because uh, like I said, I just, and I had this conversation with one of my close friends the other day and we realized we were actually using the word karma in different definitions. Yes, absolutely. Let me ask you something though. Okay, so now that you you can do this, you know, soul contract partition stuff, are you able to look in the Akashic Records as well? So (laughs) the short answer is yes. The longer answer is it's not necessarily something that I would officially offer people in the readings because that's not my niche and specialty. But can I? Yes, because I know that I do. And actually just yesterday, I actually accessed my own and had to clear something. Oh, that's fantastic. Because that's so, you know, this big library of every single life you've ever had, a a book for every single one. And how interesting and how amazing that uh, I'm in awe of you guys that can do that and go to that big library up in the uh well up in the sky let's just call it that because hey I'm human and that's what I'm gonna say so (laughs) so when someone comes to you do you like have a website how do you do it how do you book people yeah well you know most people actually find me on on the internet so whether it be through TikTok or Instagram and I have a link that would take them to the intake form essentially and on the intake form it asks for their information. Again, I need the birth name right. and the birth day helps. Um, I mean, I can do the reading without the birth date, but it helps because, again, I just like to see the full picture when right. I'm doing somebody's reading. And they can leave me notes or comments or ask questions. And then I actually send them the calendar link and they can schedule it. It's through Calendly, so they schedule it on their own. Right. Because, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. But also, does this, what you do, does it have anything to do with numerology as well? Yes, but not the Western numerology that we're used to okay. thinking of when we use the word numerology. Because the sound frequency could be called numerology because I'm working with numbers. Right. But it's not the numerology used with your birth date. Right. Okay. Because I was wondering if that had anything to do with it. So, yeah, I can only imagine the amount of work, because I saw your one of your TikToks, and I saw the chart that you did, you know, the little Star David kind of looking chart. And I was baffled. I was like, how the heck is she getting all this stuff from a name? This is amazing. And then you have people talking about like, oh my gosh, nail on the head. And I'm like, this is incredible. Now, how did you get into this? Ah, uh, like all good things, they find us, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so When I was on my own healing journey, which sort of kicked off post my divorce um, when I was 30, 34, and I want to say I was on about a seven-year active healing journey, and everything happened in seven-year cycles, by the way. So when I said 35 years, that's your fifth seven-year cycle, right? right? Yes, Yes. Yep. 
And so I was in this healing cycle and I was working with energy healers. I mean, I, I dove in because at that point in my life, I was 34. I felt like I was 100 years old. I actually was on bed rest for about a year. I was very, very ill. And yeah, I mean, there's just so much trauma because what happened was, is my, there was so much emotional trauma in my life that my body gave out. Well, you know, when you go through a divorce now, I've never gone through one, but I know very close people to me. It's like a death. I mean, and it's, it's a total life 180. It's a complete 180 when you have to divorce someone and it's not always something that someone wants um, or it's not always mutual. So, and I'm not saying yours was or wasn't, it's just, it doesn't matter. It was so traumatic. And if you already had some trauma in your life, I can only imagine how hard it was for you. A hundred percent. Yep. You, you nailed it right there. And I was with this person for 17 years. Oh my God. Okay. Well, there you go. It was a very long time. Yeah. And he is one of my soulmates. Yeah. You know, he's not that divine romantic soulmate, mm-hmm. but he's one of my soulmates. And I was very confused because I was like, but he's one of my soulmates. I don't understand. Right. But this is before I had the understanding that we all have multiple soulmates. So I had a hard time letting go. But again, the relationship needed to end. There was no question about that. But the emotional trauma from that, plus all my childhood trauma, plus all the just life in general, right? Right, right. So that sort of like set off the whole healing journey. And as I was going through it, one of the things I did was, is I signed up for Gaia, like the TV show. I don't know if you're familiar. So it's like Netflix, but for spirituality, essentially. Okay. Yeah. So all those clips that you see on my TikTok, I get from Gaia, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just went down the rabbit hole watching shows and learning and this and that. And one of the things that I came across was my teacher talking about this work. And when I saw him talking about this, um, the episode that caught my eye was called Conscious Parenting. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, so I clicked on it. And this man came on, Nicholas, and he starts talking about the relationship between a parent and a child. Because I can do that, right? Like, I can look at your name and your husband's and your children, and I can see the soul contract relationship between all of you oh, wow. um, okay. through the that. charts. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry. Sometimes I forget to mention the work that I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but he was talking about that. And, and I'm like, it was like every cell in my body, like, lit up. I was having an actual physical experience. I'm like, I know this work. What is he talking about? This is incredible. Like I, I I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, I need to know everything. I ran to my computer. I found him on Facebook. I found his website, you know, and I just went down the rabbit hole. Um, I ended up studying with him. Oh, wow. I mean, this is, so I'm fast forwarding the journey for you, but like I said, it found me. Like I wasn't looking for a modality. I wasn't thinking, oh, I need to learn how to do soul contracts. But when I saw it, I just knew. That, and it was so life-changing for me when I did my own chart. Mm. Like life-changing in a sense where I was able to forgive mm. on a level that I couldn't forgive prior. Mm. Wow. What an incredible story. That's wow. And you know, when you know it in your soul, because there are times when I hear people talk about certain things and I'm like, oh, I know that's true. I know that's true. Just like what we're talking about. Just other things too, uh, regardless of what it is. You know in your soul when it's the truth, you know? A hundred percent. And you, especially with your fives, because remember I said the fives, the keyword is truth. Mm-hmm. They always know. So that's that's your intuition right there. Yeah. But yeah, and same for me. I mean, I've got that five as well. And so I knew this was my truth. And 
anyway, here we are. And like I said, I've just, I love this work so much yes. because of the impact that it, it makes for people. And like, you, you know, you asked me about the Akashic records and I know before we started recording, you were asking me, okay, is it psychic? Is it intuitive? And, right. and I always tell people, listen, I may have those gifts and talents and I know I do, but this particular work I think is so unique. And what I like is that it's not, you're not coming to me for a psychic reading, you know, like, oh, maybe what, you know, how can the situation play out? You're coming to me because you're really interested in understanding why the karmic patterns maybe keep happening or am I on the right path to actually build what I'm here to build? Like that is what I'm interested in particular in helping people on their way to do what they came here to do as souls. Bingo. That just answered my next question. That was perfect because if you can benefit, you know, when you get a reading, when someone gets a reading from you and you can benefit from knowing why this happened and why this didn't happen here and who your soul family is and, and all of those things that you can tell us, because I didn't even know the other part that you just said, oh my gosh, how incredible. I can't wait to like talk to you when we stop recording because you might have a few more things to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. But guys, I'm telling you, I am mesmerized by Jeliana's work. I love that she had such a powerful uh, feeling when she found it. To me, that gives it validity. To me, that makes me know it's right. And she has so many people talking on TikTok, even on Instagram, saying how amazing this is. And if you want to understand maybe your relationship with your parent, your husband, your wife, your children, um, aunts, uncle, whatever it is, this might be the way to go. And if you, just like Jeliana said, if you can forgive and understand the way you should forgive and not just say you're forgiving, but literally do it the right way that maybe source wants you to, uh, you could move past it and never have to do that crap again. You know what? That's what I want. I think that's what a lot of people want. I don't, I don't want to have to repeat the same thing over and over. And if I can evolve past it, because to me, that's a big waste of a life. Yeah. So, okay. So what I'm going to do is guys, I will add all of Jeliana's information on my show notes so that you can just go straight to her website and click on it when we're done recording or whenever you want to do it in the middle of the recording, because this is so amazing, because you know, I always do that. And uh, Jeliana, do you have any messages for anyone uh, as we uh, as we close out the uh, the interview? Yeah, gosh, no, thank you so much. You know, I think uh, my message, you know, because one of the things people also ask me is, do I have to come to you to know my sole purpose? You know, and if some people can't make it, I want to tell them. I'm here to be a guide, but you can also tune into your soul because the soul always knows why it's here. The soul is never confused. The human mind can be, but when you tune into your heart and you tune into your soul, the truth is always there. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. And Juliana, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I may have to have you back. You were amazing and so fascinating. Oh my gosh. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.